0: Greenlight Network presents Football Time. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Football Time Podcast. We're here with our man, Achilles Rain. We're doing the recap of the Super Bowl, the last game of this season. The season has come to a conclusion and It was a little bit of a dud conclusion. Uh, 31 to eight, or nine, I mean, into the Super Bowl. It was a blowout, just like I predicted. Uh, Wrong team, however, got the blowout. What'd you make of the game? What'd you make of the Super Bowl? What'd you make of the year?
1: Uh, You know, (laughs) as fun as the Super Bowl always is to watch because there are so many different factors that come into play. uh, When you're talking about the halftime show, the, uh, the Super Bowl commercials, the ads, and, um, you know, all these little spots that we get throughout. It seemed a little underwhelming uh, compared to everything else. Uh, I know that this is a very strange year for the NFL with, you know, the whole COVID situation. Um, so, I, you know, I'm glad we got to the Super Bowl. I'm glad we had a regular season. Uh, we should be thankful for all that. The NFL did a really good job as far as uh, putting together some protocols to do Their best so that we wouldn't really miss any football, and uh, they came through and we didn't miss a single week of football, even into the playoffs. So, there were definitely some highlights, but this Super Bowl a little underwhelming, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, definitely, for sure. Um, just uh, sort of a well, if you like uh, defense, I will say I was thoroughly, thoroughly impressed by with the tampa bay buccaneers defense that was probably one of the greatest performances by a defense in the super bowl so i, I will give that shout out um there's the uh, team scruff winner of the puppy bowl uh on our screen uh be sure to give a shout out to team scruff and the winner of the puppy bowl right there um let's get into the game review a little bit here um This is the first time that Chiefs offense in three years has ever looked uh, this disappointing and this poor. Uh, How much of it do you make of the offensive line movement of the Kansas City Chiefs? How much do you make uh, of this Tampa Bay defense really stepping up? I mean, you look at that list of quarterbacks, uh, they beat to get here. Uh, Breeze, Rodgers, and uh, Mahomes, uh, technically Tyler Hinnicky, too, but uh, I'm not quite sure we put him in the uh, same category as the other three.
1: Yeah, it was definitely a really tough road for Tampa Bay to get to this point. They had to go through the best of the best. And, uh, you know, they were the last ones remaining standing. So you have to give them some sort of respect. I know that, that defense uh, really played lights out. Uh, it seemed like it was going to be a really defensive game early on. I know that we had punt, punt. Uh, then, Kansas city finally scored a field goal. uh, And then we had another punt. So it it seemed like it was going to be a low scoring affair. Um, I know that I talked about it, uh, especially with you. I'm not sure if we talked about it on air or not, but I did mention that I was a little concerned. Uh, I was taking the chiefs, but I I did have some concerns. I was a little concerned about that Tampa Bay defense. I did talk about how they've been playing a lot better, uh, especially in the playoffs. So I was a little concerned my head was telling me to pick Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs, which is never a bad bet, but my gut was telling me that Brady was going to make some magic happen. And uh, he played really well.
0: Yeah. Uh, the offense for the bucks played a uh, solid. I-, I thought they put the chiefs defense, you know, in no win situations, the second they were capable of running the ball. Um, it, it was over for that chiefs defense because whatever they were doing to try to stop the run, uh, the second they do that, they drop their little short passes in there, uh, and intermediate routes. And, you know, basically Tampa Bay didn't even go to their nonsensical uh, deep ball passing game. You know, it was quick outs, quick slants, uh, quick streaks to Gronk and, uh, a handful to Evans, uh, and, uh, that was basically it. Uh it was dumped downs to the running backs. It was dumped downs to the tight ends. Uh Evans had 30 yards. Godwin, I think, had nineteen. They didn't even utilize the receivers really. So um just an interesting um game plan overall. Uh I, I did not think the Chiefs defense played well. Uh referees or not. Uh, I did think a couple of those calls were shady, but uh I, I did not think that's why the Kansas City Chiefs lost the game. Uh it would have probably helped, uh, fakely make it closer. But uh, the Chiefs scored nine points and had no touchdowns. They weren't winning that game.
1: Yeah, I mean, when was the last time you heard the Chiefs' offense, let alone the Chiefs' team, put up only nine points? Uh, you expect if that offense is not going to do something, you expect at least some sort of playmaking uh, play for that defense, where they probably run a touchdown back, a pick, a pick six, or something. But to only put up nine points in the Super Bowl, uh, I think that. You can say whatever you want to say about the refs. I know some calls were definitely questionable, but to lose 31 to nine, that's that's just a a plain beatdown. And I think that we have to give Tom Brady and the Buccaneers defense uh, their credit. Um, when you know, we got we got to give them their props, and we can't really take anything away from them. They earned this win, and that's why they're Super Bowl champs. Um, to me, that offensive line for the Kansas City Chiefs was really a big issue, and there was a lot of different uh, factors that played into it. One, you obviously had a couple of guys that were out uh, for health reasons, and then um, a story that came out, you know, right before the Super Bowl, which we didn't really want to touch on, but there was a situation where one of the members of the coaching staff, uh, you know, had a bit of an incident uh, off the field, um, and how much of that actually played into it uh i don't know but I, I i think that it at least factored in some uh where you know people were thinking about this because it was a very uh tragic situation and uh it definitely in my opinion at least played uh something some sort of factor in the uh, final outcome of this game
0: yeah uh i think it might have i think more than anything though uh that uh eric fitcher injury at the end of the buffalo bills game him blowing his achilles out uh, then they shift the line in three different spots um and really i i can't uh the two ends got a, a lot of the credit but really i i thought it was sue and vea who pushed that pocket up the middle uh and just gave mahomes you know quarterbacks will tell you that uh Pressure up the middle is really what they don't like. And I thought Vea and Sue just annihilated them up the middle and pushed them to those defensive ends and uh, really didn't uh, allow the Chiefs to get help on the outside because Veya and uh, Sue were pushing uh, the middle so hard. Um, I-, I thought this was probably one of the best defensive performances I've ever seen from a team in the Super Bowl. Uh, you go to that Ravens team in I believe 2002 who shut down the New York Giants and um, d- didn't act that. I mean, technically they gave a shutout. They gave up a special team score, but uh, that when you go back to the 85 bears who shut down um, the new England Patriots, it would have been a little more impressive if the Patriots hadn't screwed over my Miami dolphins and we got the dolphins bears, best offense, best defense. Uh, that's possibly a-, a podcast for uh April, May, June that we get into, but, uh, and, uh, I hate to do this to you, but, uh, the new England Patriots, uh, shutting down your boys, the greatest show on turf. Um, but I, I definitely thought this performance was up there. Um, just a master for a performance by that Tampa Bay defense, um, to shut down an offense that has just been totally, totally on point. I mean, I basically kept waiting, like, you know, the Chiefs to make that run where they rip off, you know, 14, 20 points. And uh, then about halfway through the third quarter, uh, I pretty much was like, it's not coming.
1: Well, think about it. The last time that we saw the Chiefs play really bad as a team, as an entire team, not just as a unit, but as a team, was against the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. And it, so it's been a while since we, and even in that game, they still put up points. They still were able to make a run at the end. This game, they were able to do nothing. They, they couldn't give Patrick Mahomes enough time to uh, make anything, make any sort of play, uh, which obviously affected the game. But yeah, as you mentioned, uh, the pressure coming straight down the middle with Sue, uh, that, that was a big factor. When it comes to quarterback play, they, they definitely rather get pressured. If Obviously, they don't want pressured, but if they had to be pressured from any side, they'd rather be pressured from the edge because uh, when these guys start wrapping around, The quarterback, even though they have to have a feel for those guys out there, they can't really see them. Uh, But when you're getting pressure straight down the middle, it completely throws the entire play out of whack um, when it comes to timing and all that. So um, it really affected him and they couldn't get anything whatsoever going. Now a lot of it has to do with the fact that that front line, that front seven for the Bucs was definitely really stout and they just seem to be getting better and better as the playoffs were progressing. So uh, they, they gotta get their, their props. I, I think they deserve it. And, uh, you know, they played really well. That's why they're Super Bowl champions now.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think this Tampa Bay defense was one of the greatest defenses of all times, but, uh, I, I definitely thought that performance on Sunday was one of the greatest performances of all time, uh, by a defense. It was just, uh, unbelievable. Uh, I wanted to ask you about Patrick Mahomes. Now he didn't take a lot of the blame. He was getting pressured a lot, but, uh, You know, this is the first time I I, I sort of saw him playing like uh, the Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech where he's, you know, running around like a chicken with his head cut off and just launching balls, you know, 60 yards downfield at random angles. I did not think he played all that well. Now, pressure had something to do with it, but I I thought it got to him and he started, you know, getting a little spazzy out there. Um, This is what made him drop in the draft was – People watch stuff like that at Texas tech. So I, I mean, what did you make of Patrick Mahomes performance in this game?
1: Yeah. I don't think that we can excuse him. He played poorly and I understand that people are going to say, well, he was pressured all day. Yes. He was pressured all day, but when you're the uh, former super bowl MVP, when you're considered to be the best quarterback in the league, you know, you're going to have situations where you're going to face adversity and how you handle it is really telling He tried his best. So I'll give him credit for trying, but he didn't play well. You know, he went 26 to 49 for 270 and two interceptions. Now his wide receivers.
0: 150 of that was in the fourth quarter when the game was over.
1: Oh yeah. When, when there's really, you know, no point in, in uh, having him out there, but with all that being said, you know, I I do give him some credit for at least, you know, coming out there and uh, you know, really trying to make some happen, but, some of, the, some of the plays were even a little bit questionable. There was a certain play when uh, when he was being pressured and he was pushed out of the pocket. And he's facing his end zone, and he flung the ball behind him. Uh, I just didn't, I didn't understand some of the decision-making. I know he was under pressure and he was under duress, but you, know, you still expect better from him. Um, he didn't play well, and uh, his wide receivers didn't help him either.
0: Yeah, I I didn't think so. Uh, I thought they dropped some of those uh, crazy passes as well. So just overall, bad performance by the Chiefs. Um, The other thing I wanted to jump on, two things more I wanted to jump on on this game. Uh, Both of them are kind of dumb. I I was a little disappointed that they didn't give a a defensive guy the MVP in this game. Um, You know, I I think we all know it goes to quarterback of every team, and I I think me and – Some of our workmates uh, said they were giving Brady the MVP. Even if he passed out at the start of the game, they were going to hand him the MVP. But I I really thought White or Sue or Veya or Pierre Paul uh, probably should have gotten an MVP nod here because uh, to rack up three touchdowns at 200 yards on the Kansas City Chiefs uh, defense, not all that impressive. But to have a team that shuts down a team that's really been one of the greatest off in football for the last three years and hold them to nine points. Uh, I thought was something special. And I thought, you know, in the history books, it should show that uh, this Tampa Bay defense should have had an MVP in the Super Bowl here.
1: Yeah. Or how about Devin white? You know, he had that interception. He had two tackles for a loss. He had eight total tackles. I mean, he seemed to be all over the place. I know that he was uh, everybody's sweetheart uh, as the season was ending for defensive players. I, uh, you know, he possibly could have won. It. I think there was a lot of guys that were definitely deserving on that defense, but you know, it's t- when Tom Brady's on your team, he can, he can go 10 for 50, hundred yards and three picks, and he'd still get MVP VP because he's Tom Brady. Uh, and I'm not trying to criticize him because he played one hell of a game. I know the statistically d- doesn't look great. He didn't have to do much, but when it comes to managing the game and managing the flow of the game, he played a hell of a game.
0: Yeah, I, I don't mind it. it. It's just, you know, in 40 years when we look back on the game and we're going to be like, oh, Tom Brady won the MVP. I, I don't think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense was the story of that game. It was a Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, and everybody's going to think it was the offense, you know, because all we have is stats. We won't be able to go back. Just like if you looked at the MVP award for some game played in the 1960s. We aren't really going to know. We're just going to look at who won MVP and some of the stats. And I just thought it was a chance to give a nod to that Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense.
1: Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I think it's also important to bring up the fact that as much as everybody loves Patrick Mahomes, he played, he played a bad game Yeah, and, and that's, it's because of that defense. It wasn't because, you know, it was, it wasn't all on him. He had a, he had definitely had a hand in his poor play, but that defense also forced him into a lot of his uh, poor decisions.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I sort of want to get the one last thing. It's a dumb thing. It's sort of a thing of mine, but, uh, Tony Romo has been calling games now for about four years. And, um, I have about a four year rule on color analysts. I, I think they should be like college uh, players. They should go four years and then we should get someone new in there. So, uh, I don't know. He particularly annoyed me in this Super Bowl game. And uh, I'm a little tired of him, especially when he went on his rant where they were showing Mahomes. And he was like, oh, he'll be back numerous times. And he's got a lot of Super Bowls under his belt. And uh, that just seemed like the dumbest comment I've ever heard in my life. Uh, I don't think you can guarantee anyone's going to make numerous Super Bowls Uh, that I think you're Los Angeles Rams probably are a point of that. I think if we had stared at Jared Goff three years ago when they were in the Super Bowl, we'd be like, yeah, they'll be back hundreds of times to win Super Bowls. And it's just not guaranteed. And I don't know. I'm getting a little sick of Tony Romo. We're on our four-year out for me, and I think we need a new color analyst.
1: I get, you. I get where you're coming from. I can see your point. I personally really like Tony Romo. I think that he adds a really good dynamic that we're not used to getting. I know that we have a lot of former players that come into the booth and, you know, they, they have a good, they know what's going on. Like when they're watching everything on the field, they know what's going on. They know what's coming up. They know what's going to happen. But I think that Tony has been the best as far as being able to simplify and explain it and put it out there to the crowd to the point where, uh, my wife, who's probably the best prop better that I've ever met in my life, by the way, uh, she sits down and she learns things just from hearing his commenting. So uh, I think that it, I, I, I don't see him going anywhere cause uh, he does a really good job at. No,
0: I think he has a lifetime contract now. for <laughs> Yeah. So. yeah
1: he, he does a really good job at, at you know, uh, teaching uh, the new average fan. Uh, some of the more, you know, in-depth details of uh, the NFL and, uh, game itself
0: yeah i I didn't say he had to go anywhere he just we get him on jacksonville games now and we sub in someone new so we get a new (laughs) voice.
1: okay that's fair enough at least alternate it
0: (laughs) yes all right uh any more about the uh super bowl are you ready to move on to the nfl awards
1: I, i just do want to say this i know that it was one of my long shots but if somehow kansas city would have won that game You know, their best player on the field that day was Kelsey, and I think he would have snagged that MVP. I'm just throwing that out there.
0: Well, I I think they needed more than nine points to snag that MVP. I did think there was a chance your Gronk was going to get it, and you were going to get your tight end uh, uh, pick. (laughs) My uh, prediction
1: for tight end uh, wins MVP. He almost had it.
0: I don't think you thought Gronk was going to be the one (laughs) grabbing it.
1: but, but I, I did have, a, you know, a little bit of a, of a feeling about uh, the tight end position. And I just didn't expect it to be Gronk.
0: Yeah. All right. So let's move on to the NFL awards honors. It was on Saturday. I know we were all glued to our TVs watching uh, with bated breath as these unfolded. Um, let's start out with the Pepsi rookie of the year. It was Justin Herbert. Um, I don't think there was much choice here. Uh, what did you think anybody else was going to win it
1: Uh, I think that there were definitely some guys that could have won it uh, had they had stayed healthy Uh, in particular I'm thinking about the Cincinnati rookie quarterback Um, I know that he started off not having statistically really good season but as the season was progressing his play was getting so much better and and I thought that uh, he had a really high ceiling until his injury it seems like they overutilized him but I'm not upset with this pick. I think that they could have done worse. Uh, I think Herbert had a really good season and, you know, he came in, we had that whole situation where he was going to be the backup. Uh, but then they had that unfortunate Tyrod, uh, you know, shot doctor almost killed him, puncture the lung type of situation. And he stepped in um, without expecting him, you know, to be in that game and he really played well and he took the reins of that team and he didn't let go. He, he basically solidified the fact that he's that team's leader going forward. So uh, I think he's, it's way, very, very well-deserved. Uh, he had a really good season and I'm excited to see him next year.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I, didn't think there was much chance anyone else had it. And I thought Herbert easily won, especially once Joe Burrow uh, got hurt. You probably could have taken a look at uh, Jordan Jefferson for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, he had a really good year. Uh, James Robbins for the Jaguars had a really good year. Uh, especially Anderson in and Carolina. At, yeah. Uh, so there were a handful of guys in there. Uh, probably the most... I put in quotes, controversial one, uh, though I don't quite know how controversial it was, but defensive player of the year was Aaron Donald. I think some people thought TJ Watt was going to win it. Um, I, I don't know how you can argue, uh, Aaron Donald ever, uh, you know, he's not new. He's one of a lot of these. So you might feel like they're ready to move on and they, someone else sort of like, uh, You know, Giannis probably isn't going to win the MVP this year, but uh, he's probably having a better year than he had the last two. You know, it's sort of same thing with Aaron Donald. Uh, You know, he's always the best defensive player in the league. Uh, TJ Watt got a little gripey, but uh, he probably knows too. What'd you make of this?
1: I mean, I wouldn't have been upset if uh, TJ Watt had won the award. I think that he had a really good season. Uh, He really shined, especially in that in that team where they already had a lot of really good players. So I wouldn't have been upset had he won it, but uh, when you're going up against Aaron Donald, it's going to, it's going to take a, a really, really, really good season to top out Aaron Donald because in a lot of people's minds, he's probably the best defensive player, you know, at least over the last decade that we've seen. Uh, and that's probably, that's the only reason he won it really. Cause um, he had a great season, but um, I think other people probably had a better individual season. It's just, his name just brings so much, you know, so much weight with it that uh, he he deserves it in one way or another.
0: Yeah, uh, defensive rookie of the year. There was really no other choice. Uh, Chase Young, uh, quite easily, defensive rookie of the year here.
1: Oh yeah, he had a really good season, um, and he really came into his own about six weeks into the regular season, where he really started making noise, and uh, he became the type of player where offensively you had to know where he was lined up the entire time and, and i am really excited to see him going forward i think that his career is uh really bright uh, especially if they can kind of uh you know bring some guys along that might help him uh contribute even more so we'll see what the future holds for him but he had a really good season and i think that it was uh pretty much a given that he was going to win it
0: yeah definitely okay uh offensive player of the year was derrick henry uh you know, uh, I guess you could argue. Rogers, Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, I don't know, but I don't think you have much of an argument outside of Derrick Henry either uh, carried that Tennessee Titans offense. And uh, if you watch their defensive play all year, uh, they needed him to carry them every bit of it. Uh, Derrick Henry, uh, AP Offensive Player of the Year.
1: Oh yeah. And very well-deserved also. Uh, we saw it all season long. He put up uh, ridiculous numbers, basically week in and week out. And uh, I think that that team was so successful uh, offensively. And it was mainly because of him. He basically was the motor for that team. As he went, the Titans went uh, and we saw proof of that when it came to the, uh, the playoffs uh, once, you know, he kind of ran out of gas. Uh, so the the, uh, the rest of that offense and, Uh, That's why they got knocked out during the playoffs. But uh, as far as uh, he's concerned, very well-deserved. He had a really good season, and I don't think uh, a lot of people would argue that.
0: Yeah, and uh, comeback player of the year. Uh, The second team even stared at the grass at the uh, field in uh, Washington. I think this award was going to be his. But uh, Alex Smith, comeback player of the year.
1: Yeah, and I I pretty much did the same thing. Uh, It was after that first game that he played – uh, where he probably wasn't expecting, them, but I think he was a third stringer for that particular game against the Rams where they just came in and hurt every single quarterback that showed up, uh, which I was hoping that he wouldn't get hurt because I, re- I really like Alex Smith. Uh, but once he he laced up his shoes and got into that game, I was like, all right, he's winning, def- he's winning the comeback player of the year. And I think it's really well-deserved, especially when you take into consideration that really nasty injury he had the previous uh, you know, time uh, he stepped on the field where – Many people thought his career was over, so to overcome all that and even post-surgery the infections he had to deal with and go through surgery again, I think it was remarkable, the fact that he was even able to get on a team, let alone back on the field, and help his team win games because he had a really good season once he took over as the starter.
0: Yeah, and uh, MVP, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, You could have made the case probably for Patrick Mahomes, but I I thought Rodgers was just – Exceptional this year. Uh, I don't think you could pretty much argue anyone else but Aaron Rodgers this year.
1: Yeah, I don't see how anybody would argue he probably had one of the best, you know, performances uh of any quarterback in NFL history. Uh I'm sure that he would trade it all in just to make it past the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But you know, we yeah, obviously especially
0: watching that Kansas City defense at the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, you know, it just at least I think it brought him some sort of closure where he realized, you know what? It wasn't my play. It was that defense, man. They, they weren't going to give up. They were going to make it all the way because uh, they they did a number on Aaron Rodgers, too.
0: Yeah. All right. Those are our NFL season awards. Um, That's our season, pretty much. Uh, we're still going to stay on. Uh, be on once a week. Uh, I believe we're going to come on on Fridays or are we going
1: to come on Wednesdays, Achilles? I think we're going with Fridays because uh, we've got the, uh, the other stuff going on with NBA on Wednesdays. But uh, we are definitely going to stick around. Uh, I know what you want to share with the listeners, what the plan is for going forward.
0: Yeah. Um, we're going to do team reviews for the next uh, handful of weeks. We're going to start with the NFC West next week uh, and go through their team since uh, the biggest breaking news has been the NFC West. Uh, though uh, I assume one of these teams is going to trade for Carson Wentz in the next uh, couple weeks. So that might uh, – be there, but we'll start in the NFC West and uh, move east from there and do our team reviews. That should lead us into the NFL draft. And after that, we might just stare at each other and uh, talk about old football teams until we get (laughs) to the preseason stuff. But uh, at least in the next couple months, we'll have some team reviews, um, and then we'll have uh, NFL draft stuff. The uh, dead zone in between that and preseason stuff, uh, we're still working out in our heads. But uh, at least uh, we have some stuff coming up that that at least should keep the show fun and entertaining.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. We're definitely going to strive to continue to bring some sort of content. Uh, We're going to break down, like he said, each uh, team by division. Uh, We're going to start with the NFC, which which is where my team stands. So I definitely have a lot to say about uh, these uh, recent trades that happened as they're calling them the mega traits. So, uh, you know, stay tuned for that. We're definitely going to do our best to keep you guys entertained. Uh, and we're not letting football go because uh, we, just as much as we love football, I'm sure a lot of you guys out there love football. Also. So we'll definitely keep content coming out so that you guys have something to listen to. All right. Where can we find you, Achilles? Uh, as always, you can find me on Twitter at TD Achilles. Uh, you can find me on Facebook as Achilles Reign. And uh, you can also find this guy at next year's Puppy Bowl.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right uh be sure to find us on greenlight network dot, or greenlight network on facebook and greenlight network on youtube subscribe like find us love us on gln chat five on twitter and instagram that's our show and we're out